This is a download from BFM 89.9, the business station. BFM 89.9, my name's Daryl Ong and you tune in to Bar None, the show that brings you through the ins and outs of the sporting world. Continuing on our Road to Tokyo series this week, where we cast a spotlight on our national athletes that will be representing the country at the upcoming Tokyo Olympics. This week, we turn our sights to one of Malaysia's most beloved sport, badminton, and to the top women's single shuttler, world number 35, Sonia Chia. In February this year, Sonia, along with a couple of other national shuttlers, were dropped from the national squad following a performance review by BAM. However, due to the cancellation of a couple of major Olympic qualifying tournaments this year, Sonia will be headed to Tokyo as the highest-ranked shuttler. For the 2016 Belgian international title holder, this will be her debut Olympics and is a redemption of sorts after a career-threatening injury in 2013. With our eyes set on Tokyo in July, she joins us on the program and we kick-started things by asking if the tournament's postponement was a blessing in disguise. Um, actually, no, I don't really see that as a blessing. Um, everything has a pros and cons. Uh. Mm. Like the postponement of Malaysia Open and Singapore Open, um, that's beneficial for some players, but that's also non-beneficial for some players because some of the players are fighting for the Olympics, you know, yeah. fighting for a sport and they are lacking of just probably a few thousand points, which that's a fact a lot. So mm. as for me, it's quite firm for me to qualify uh, at mm. my sport. So. I- and, and us Malaysians, we're looking forward uh, for you to do your stuff in Tokyo. It will be your debut Olympics, Sonia. Um, so tell me a little bit. Are you excited? Are you nervous to go to Tokyo? Actually, I'm pretty excited. I mean, I, I, I'm not nervous uh, of it. Uh. I'm really excited because um, it's been my dream to play Olympics for my country mm. because it's an honor. Yeah. And also, it's really a proud thing for myself because... Mm. Actually, I've experienced a serious injury during 2013, which um, really gave me a really bad setback mm. in my career. And mm. I nearly gave up, but I come back because of Olympics. Mm. Yeah. We'll talk about your injury and you know when you wanted to just quit badminton um, a little later on. But Sonia, recent news um, is that in February, you and a couple of other top shuttlers were dropped by BAM. Um, what was your reaction to that, Sonia? Obviously, the first reaction was really upset. Yeah, I mean, it, it was a shock for me. I, I didn't expect that. But um, after that, you know, my parents, my family, my friends, you know, give me the support and then encourage me to play on, you know, just to, we have to really work hard to find mm. the sponsors. Yeah, yeah, it, it's really hard because it's a pandemic period and then, you know, and the, the, the time is pretty tight for us. Yeah. Yeah, you, Sonia, you managed to find two sponsorships. Uh, so well done on that. Um, but tell us a little bit, you know, as an independent shuttler, you've been with the association for quite some time now. Uh, how important is independent sponsorship especially for an independent shuttler? Uh, 
it's uh, really important, especially for now yeah. at, at this pandemic, because uh, to go for a tournament is really expensive now, mm. you know, because uh, it, it includes the quarantine um, expenses, like before and after. Mm. And also uh, now everything is different. When we go to tournament, you know, we couldn't uh, stay in a cheaper hotel, but we have to only stay in the official hotel. I yeah, see. so it's in a bubble concept. Mm. So normally the official hotel is more expensive. Mm. Yeah, got you. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, being an independent shuttler, that must be quite a big difference, right? You know, uh, basically back then, pre-February, the association would book everything for you, but now it's you have to DIY yourself, right? Basically, you have to book your own accommodation, settle your own transport, and stuff like that. Um, do you feel that it's a big difference being part of BAM and being an independent shuttler? Uh, are there pros and cons to both? Mm, obviously, it's a new learning experience for me because I've been in... Um, I'm in BAM since 13. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so, you know, it's a really a new experience for me. But um, it, it, it's a great learning, I would put it like mm. that. It makes me more independent and then I have to handle more things um, for myself. Mm. Like, um, for instance, in trainings, in arrangements, and all that. Yeah, so it's a good, it's a good thing actually. Yeah, great stuff. Yeah. Um, right now, you your training's a bit different, right, Sonia? You are training with uh, male shuttlers. You're sparring with male shuttlers right now yeah. as in training. Um, do you used to spar with male your male counterparts as well, or is this something completely new for you? What have you observed? Um. Well, in BAM, um, I would say that I only get to spar with male players um, once in a while. Probably, okay. like, if we can get two times a week, it's already a luxury thing for <laughs> us. I see, yeah, yeah. I see, I see. <laughs> yeah. Because we, we have different different departments. So, basically, I'm in a woman's single. So, I normally, most of the time, I only train with my teammates. Mm. So only once in a while, and then uh, we will request for a male sparring partner to spar us. Yeah, so it actually in BM is a really luxury thing for I us. I see, I see. Yeah, yeah, but in outside, because uh, that's very limited, I would say that probably, yeah, don't have a woman single, you know, mm. uh, international woman single players, I would say. Mm. Yeah, so, uh, but men singles we have. So now, most of the time, Basically, every session, I, I, will, I will train with male players. What have you observed? Um, is it, in a way, uh, harder, inverted commas? It's, it, it, it's, it's harder, of course, because I have to keep up the pace, you know, yeah. to spar with them mm. and then to train with them also. Uh, and also, their speed is really different. I see. Yeah, their mm. speed is different as compared to girls. Mm. Their speed and the pressure they put on me, yeah. Got you. Uh, talking a bit about training, Sonia, um, on the lead up to the Olympics, BAM has offered a centralized training at ABM. However, you, Sonia, you declined the invitation. Why? Why though? Um, I, I didn't decline the invitation, actually. I just postponed it. I, I, see. I request to join later. Mm. Yeah, because um, one thing I feel that um, now my training is going on pretty well. And mm. then I had, I had discussed with my current coach, which is uh, Coach Rashid and Coach Nova. Mm -hmm. And they feel that, you know, now... I, the, the progress is going quite well so they don't want anything to 
yeah, stop it lah. Mm. I would say. Mm. So and they said, uh, I can join later. Yeah. Mm. So they asked me to request whether I can join join BM later. I, I mean, see. this no matter how I will still join the team. You mm. know because it's. I think it's best for me to do that also. Mm. So the the, the yeah. option is still open for you to train back at BAM. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm, got you. Uh, Sonia, um, like I said, it's your first Olympics outing. Uh, Carolina Marin uh, is defending uh, women's singles champion. Are you training differently for, for this Olympics as compared to your other tournaments that you've done so far? I mean, um, obviously it's really different because for now, I'm an independent player and everything in training programs. Um, I basically, I have to plan it myself. And then, of course, um, together with my coach, you know, we will discuss. But then, now I have to say. Like, <laughs> yeah, your I, own boss. I feel, no, yeah, yeah, something like, <laughs> I feel like if I feel like I, I, I'm weak in this area, so I would, I would basically discuss with my coach, you know, how am I going to train here and that. Mm. And also, in a gym also, you know, I have to, um, yeah, train myself in the gym and then discuss with my trainer, yeah. Mm. Bring us through an average week of training for you, Sonia, um, especially during this pandemic, right? How, how do you manage to keep fit? Only recently the MCO, yeah, the MCO, uh, we got affected a little bit like, here and there because uh, they said, you know, the badminton court cannot be open and then we have to request from the government whether we can train or not. And that took a few days. And then um, if, for example, if, um, I couldn't train outside and I only can stay at home. The yeah. gym is not open. Mm. So basically, I would just, you know, train at home. Yeah, mm. you, do home training. You have the equipments to, you know, do home training and stuff like that? Uh, not really a lot, but I think it's enough for myself to uh, do some conditioning. Uh. Mm. Yeah, Great stuff. Sonia, um, something in, that would be really different uh, in Tokyo uh, for this edition of the Olympics is the absence of crowds and spectators. Do you think, looking forward, come July, would you miss having fans there to cheer you on or would you prefer playing in an empty stadium? <laughs> I mean, if it's talking about safety, of course, um, I prefer it to be empty if mm-hmm. in terms of safety. But if you're asking me about whether I prefer there are some fans or you know audience around, I mean, of course, the environment would be better. Yeah if you have audience yeah and then you know normally this this type of games like commonwealth games olympic games um normally we will get to have a lot of interactions with um international players mm, you know that's like right. other countries and then also for other sports so we make friends there you know it, it's quite fun mm. but i think we will miss the fun this time <laughs> yeah <laughs> um sonia what's your target for the olympics have you set yourself a target yet for now, as for now, I feel that I need to keep my health uh, healthy for now. Mm. And then until the Olympics. When I when reach the Olympics and then I feel that I will fight for every match. Uh. Mm. Yeah. Every match is uh is already a, as long as I get to stand on the court in the Olympics, mm. then it's already a an honor for me. Uh. And, yeah. ho- and hopefully, Sonia, that you'll be standing on the podium as well. I mean, us Malaysians, we can't be there, <laughs> but rest, rest assured that we'll all be supporting you through the TV screen. So, Every athlete also, you know, they, they, they are, nobody wish to lose. That is uh, every athlete's dream to to stand on the podium. But, you know, podium is only three three players, you know, three athletes manage to stand there. So, mm. you know, 
it's 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 very hard, especially if this is Olympics. Exactly, but of yeah. course, I will do my best, you know, to to be there because it's everyone dreams, you know, and also it's an honor for me. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Sonia, we're going to go back to your early days. Now you started playing badminton at the age of nine. Um, how, when and and how did you think that okay, badminton is going to be something? You joined BM at thirteen, like you mentioned. When do you when do you think that badminton can be something I can do as a sporting career professionally? Um, because I'm sure back then you're just playing for fun, especially if your older sister. But yeah, take me through the moment where you you took badminton seriously and more competitively. Okay, I I started to really get into training um, when I was nine, and then my coach um, told me that I have potential. Mm. Yeah, and then uh, at my ten years old, I think, and then I started to play uh, for the school. Yeah, the school biggest tournament they will put it is a uh, called MSSM. That's right. So yeah, mm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Then uh, they I, I've I've been selected. So that time, I feel like, oh, okay, I was only 10 and I only trained for a year and I get selected as second single. That time was, yeah, there's only two singles, you know, that they, they can be selected in each category. Right. So that time I was 10 and I playing under 12 tournament. Wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, then I get selected, you know, then I started to gain my interest, you know. And then after that... um. I take part in one of the tournament in KL, um, and then the KL state, you know, had yeah has chosen me to uh, ask me to go into the state into the state training. Uh. Mm. So from there, that's from there it started. That's yeah. where it all started. But yeah. back then, were you were you playing any other sports as well? Actually, I I played taekwondo when I was four. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, mm, taekwondo. Uh, as my sister. Yeah, because. Um, Lydia, uh, my sister is Lydia. Lydia, yep. I always look look up to her. Mm. When I was young. Yeah. Mm. So you follow she what do. she does, lah. She yeah, follow yeah, what she does. Like in terms of hairstyle, like <laughs> dressing. Yeah, yeah, I'm serious. <laughs> she must be really proud of you, um, right now, especially. Uh, I think the whole family, yeah. uh, really supported me. Uh. Yeah. Yes. Without them, I wouldn't hang on until now <laughs> mm, that's great um, and, and Sonia you know uh, since Wong Mei Chu we, we really haven't had a household women's single shuttler until you you came along and, and you know you started to um, hold that name for Malaysia but back when you were growing up who were your inspirations and badminton inspirations growing up I have two actually <laughs> starting was I look up into Zhang Ning yeah she won the two Olympic gold medal mm. Yeah, and I love to see her play. Whenever she play, I'll just sit there. <laughs> and I love to watch her play. Yeah, mm. and then uh, second one was, um, of course, um, our uh, Malaysian idol, which is Lee Chong Wei. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm. because when I was younger, in in my younger days, right, then um, I kind of saw saw his training. So I saw that oh, that's how hard that he has to train, mm. you know, to be at the top, like. Mm. Who, who who is he now? Yeah, mm, he's a legend, so, a Malaysian badminton legend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, these these are both players, lah. Mm, yeah. Working hard definitely takes you to the top. And I say I would say you did that, Sonia, especially in 2016, um, the Belgian International. That's your, that's your first international title. Yes. Um, that title means a lot to me, although it's a small tournament. Like, it's not a big one, but it's just a small tournament because 
uh, I just came back from my injury that time. Yeah, because I went through a lot during Let, my injury. Time. Let's talk about that yeah. now, Sonia. You had an Achilles tendon injury, like you said, in 2014, 2013, around there? Yeah, 2013, yeah. yeah. It, and normally, uh, it's a really major injury, right? It's almost a career-threatening injury. How did you deal with, you know, the uncertainty of, you know, whether you're going to come back fully in full full fit form 100% I'm sure that went through your mind as well right yes um actually when I just got my injury I don't have the give up thought yet yeah because the doctor told me that I can come back in six months after the surgery but then complication sets in in uh, after the first surgery so I had to- in total four surgeries wow. at Chris tendon wow yes and uh, it, it's been a really tough year, actually, because um, almost every day I have to go to the hospital and clean my wound because my wound having infections. Mm. Yeah, so it's a really dangerous thing. So that time I was, I will put it that it's, it's kind of really scary uh, because the doctor don't know what to do. <laughs> like they can't find the, the what, what's the cause of my infections. And then one day when they test the, um, the discharge that came out from the wound, um, they found that there's bacteria already. Oh, Means I bacteria, see. Uh, yeah, it's in the wound already. So it's very dangerous. Uh, I'm sure I, I know um, that, you know, you know what, what's going to happen uh, if it's not careful. Mm. Yeah, so that time my wish was not getting back on court. It's just, you know, I just want to live like a normal people because I've been in a wheelchair for six months. Yeah, without touching the floor yeah <laughs> yeah basically it's from a lot of encouragement from my family especially my parents yeah they really do a lot for me that time mm. and also my ex-coach uh, and also my gym trainer and my doctors mm. yeah they all are giving me all the support and then they keep telling me that you know you don't give up you can you still you still can come back you know the the Badminton station you know, is still waiting for you. Mm. So my mom did ask me, like, do you still want to play? So the time I told her, yes, I said, I still want to play. So she said, okay, then let's go for it. We, we find any types of methods, you know, to get you back on court. Yeah. Yeah. And it so, worked. But, but, but Sonia, there was a time, there was a time as well that you wanted to quit, right? 2017, yes. 2018, after the KLC games, you started having bad tournaments, a couple of bad tournaments after that. You wanted to throw in the towel altogether. You wanted to quit badminton forever. What motivated you to keep going? What changed your mind? My dream. <laughs> yeah. My passion, my passion to play for Olympics. Because I feel like it, it would be regretful if I didn't, you know, try to go for Olympics. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I, I've been throwing like so much effort, my sweats, my tears, my blood. <laughs> yeah. So I feel like, yeah, I want to be an Olympian. You will soon be, Sonia, come July. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad to say. Um, something that's happening in the world of badminton now, Sonia, there are lots of talks about a change in the scoring system, right? You know, from a 21 point over three sets to 11 points over five sets. What are your thoughts on this? Is this the right move from a shuttleless perspective? Actually, this thing um, has been brought up, I think, a few years back also. That's brought up once already, but yeah, it's not successful. So actually, I did experience 11 points also yeah? in the tournament. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I did. Uh, 
it's really different uh, because uh, the game is faster. Yeah, every set is faster and it will be more intense. So 21 game, uh, 21 points it, it is, I will put it um, probably the skill requirement um, is higher than 11 points. Right. Okay. That's, that's, that's my own opinion. Okay. But also, you know, when if 11 points is implemented, it's going to be in- implemented, then I feel like every shuttles will be getting used to it you know, throughout the years, throughout the time. And then it will be back to normal again. Right. Like, yeah. Because the scoring has changed, right, over the years? Yeah, 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 mm. yeah. So I think it's more on adapting. Mm. And also yeah. fitness over the five sets. I'm sure you've played it more tiring? I feel it's pretty much the same. Yeah, it's just the matter of adapting. Adapting the scoring system, yeah. Of course, um, you know, uh, the first... If uh, the first few times that you play, the first few matches, you will feel like eh, it's so different. <laughs> but you know, after that, you know, once you get used to it, you adapt to it. If you feel like you no, know, it's still just a match. Mm. Yeah, got you, um, Sonia. You, you've no, you're known for your aggressive style of play. Uh, would you say this is your biggest strength when it comes to badminton? Aggressive, I think um, now all the women shuttlers, especially women singles, all aggressive. are pretty, ex- <laughs> pretty ex- aggressive. You know, it's like a man players now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, if you ask me to compare, uh, compare with them, right, I'm probably, this won't be my, one of my strengths. Uh. Mm. Yeah. Uh, if you ask me to compare with top 10, top 10 players, you know, especially as you said, marine. Mm. Yeah. I mean, this won't be uh, my main strength. Uh. Mm. What, what would you say is your main strength then? Skill-wise and smart play. <laughs> play smart, no? <laughs> play smart, not hard. <laughs> yeah. Um, how about areas of your game, Sonia, that you aim to improve on? Is there any aspect of your game? I think for now, yes. Um, basically, at my physical sucks and also... Uh, on my consistency. Mm. Yeah. Um, I, I think those that follow my game, you know, they will know that if that day, you know, I, I, I play very well, you know, my form is there, everything is works, you know, then I'll play a good game and, and I manage to upset some top five, top 10 players. Mm. Yeah. But when my form is not that good, my feeling is not that good or my consistency is not that it's not there then you know I, even I play a, a lower rank player so you know I can play a deal right. uh, it's quite quite tough for me yeah mm. so it's all about the consistency consistency yeah, yeah. Last, last question people listening to this Sonia Chia fans that wants to pick up badminton that wants to follow in your footsteps and turn pro what advice will you give them? I think this is uh, for me as an athlete is the most important thing for an athlete is discipline because you have to have your own discipline to uh, take care of yourself in terms of health mm. in terms of your uh, well-being uh, and also your condition it must be always at the tip top and also uh, taking care of your injury like try to be injury free <laughs> yeah easier said than done for sure that where the training comes like discipline training mm. yeah that was our top women's single shuttler and world number 35, Sonia Chia, on our Road to Tokyo series, where we cast a spotlight on national athletes that will be representing the country at the upcoming Tokyo Olympics. 
And with that, we've come to the end of this week's program. If you'd like to revisit the interview again with Sonia, the podcast will be up real soon, www.bfm.my forward slash barnan. And if you'd like to get in touch with the show, you can tweet us at BFM Radio. My name's Daryl Ong. This has been Barnan, the show that brings you through the ins and outs of the sporting world. Join us again next week only here on BFM 89.9, The Business Station. Thank you for listening to this podcast. To find more great interviews, go to bfm.my or find us on iTunes. BFM 89.9, The Business Station.